Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. A bit of warning here. At this point in the Superman broadcasting history, our collection of episodes gets a little bit spotty. The Mystery in Arabia storyline is eight episodes. We are missing the second part. We played part one last week and are picking up with part three this week. We are also skipping the entire Tiny Men storyline because we only have four of the eight episodes of that series. And the episodes we do have are of pretty low audio quality. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Look! Up in the sky! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman. Strange visitor from another world who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. But before we join Superman, here is an important message. Fellows and girls, you know we've been urging you to do your part in helping to win this war by buying war-saving stamps regularly every time you've got a dime. And your response has been most gratifying. And now I want to tell you about something else you can do, something that's tremendously important to the production of much-needed war materials. And that is the collection of metal and rubber scrap for salvage. All of you have no doubt been told by your teachers in school about the Junior Salvage Army. And I hope you've all joined because, believe me, this job the Junior Salvage Army has to do means a lot to our regular fighting Army and Navy. How can it be so important? Well, let's see if we can't make that clear. Your job as a member of the Junior Salvage Army is to collect everything made of any kind of metal or rubber that is not essential for its owner's use. And that means such things as pieces of iron pipe, old pots and pans, broken bicycles and other metal toys, Old tires and tubes, rubber mats, rubber cu- shower curtains, and all oh, I could go on listing them for hours. And now let's see how an average pile of this junk can help to win the war. First, we separate the metal from the rubber. Then the rubber is sent to reclaiming factories where it's broken down and remanufactured into tires for airplanes and gun caissons, treads for tanks, and many other things useful to the armed forces. The metals are sent to refineries where the steel is extracted for bayonets and guns and armor plates. The copper is reprocessed and made into cannon shells. The aluminum is used in plane manufacture, and so it goes. All those things that cluttered up closets and attics and cellars are turned into vital war materials. So beginning this Monday, get into this fight like real American soldiers, so that when the Junior Salvage Army collection campaign is over, there won't be a stack of scrap uselessly lying around anywhere. Turn in lots of scrap to slap the Jap and the Nazis, too. And now, the adventures of Superman. Clark Kent, Lois Lane, and Jimmy Olsen are now in Arabia, where Lois mysteriously vanished while they were walking along a crowded street in Mecca. Following a clue, Kent and Jimmy and their newfound friend, a Shakespearean actor who goes by the name of Sir Mycroft Bittersweet, went to an old abandoned mosque or temple near the outskirts of the city. As they approached, 
Lois was seen standing inside the doorway. Then suddenly she disappeared inside the mosque. It was then that Superman went into action and literally tore the building apart, stone by stone. However, he failed to find her. Resuming his disguise of Clark Kent, Superman returned to the hotel with Jimmy and Sir Mycroft. There, a very strange thing happened. We join them now in the hotel lobby in Mecca. Listen. Gee, Miss Lane slapped you right across the face, Mr. Kent. I'm aware of that, Jim. Oh, forgive me, gentlemen. I don't wish to barge in where I'm not wanted. This is not good form, you know. But um, are you sure that young woman is your friend, Miss Lane? Well, if that girl isn't Lois Lane, she's a dead ringer for her. You know what, Mr. Kent? What, Jim? I think we're going crazy. First Miss Lane disappears, then she reappears in that old mosque. Superman tears the building apart and can't find her. Then we come back to this hotel, walk into the lobby, and there's Miss Lane. And then when you talk to her, she slaps your face. I... It just doesn't make sense. Well, it's going to. Come on. Uh, I say, now, wait a bit. Uh, no going off the deep end. Uh, better stop and think of my thoughts. Oh, going upstairs. I'm going after her again and have this thing out. The man in the red fez, Mr. Kent. He's gone. What, oh, uh, you mean the Johnny that was standing over there near the magazine stall? Yes. Well, I've seen much in my travels, 22 times around the world, you know, but I must say I've never seen anyone quite oh. so evil-looking in my life. Oh, Why, say, there goes Kent grabbing hold of that girl's arm again. There's going to be trouble, laddie. Yikes, underway. Right with you. By Jove, she's trying to shake off his arms. It's going to be a devilish scene. Uh, speaking of scenes, I recall once I was playing oh, Hamlet oh, in Stockholm. Oh, please, Michael. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Stop trying to break away from me. What's come over? I say, Kent, old chap, let oh, me have a try, won't you? Why don't you just stare at us like that without saying a word? Miss Lane, what in the world? Oh, little man, let me handle this. Now, dear lady, you're comporting yourself in a most unseemly manner. I'm sure something must have happened to change your attitude towards your erstwhile friends. Uh, oh, dear lady, don't stare at me as if I was something detestable. Speak to me. Confide in me. Do something, dear girl. Do something. Oh, she did it. I say, you struck me. Shocking. Well, there she goes up the stairs again. Yes, and here comes someone who looks like a house detective if I ever saw one. I say, what's going on here? Oh, well, you see, dear boy, we well, were just I having... I see uh, you three have been annoying that young woman. Now, we won't stand for anything like that around here. Watch your step or out you go. Oh, but you don't understand. We know that girl. She's a friend of ours. Yes, well, she doesn't act that way. I know. That's just the trouble. We we can't understand what's happened to her. She refused to recognize us. Just stood there without saying a word. What are you trying to pull, my friend? If you know the Countess as well as you say you do... The who? The Countess. Well, well you have given yourself away, not even knowing who she is. Countess who? The Countess Wojcicki. What? She's a Polish refugee and she's... Now, wait a minute. That girl is no more a countess than I am. She's Lois Lane, a reporter for the Daily Planet, a newspaper in the United States. You're either mixed up, friend, or you're playing some game around here that I don't like. I tell you, that girl is I a I think we'd better forget the old thing. But if it happens again, out you go, bag and baggage. Okay. You see, we won't get anywhere with you. Come on, Jim. Let's get up to our room and try to figure this thing out. Where's Sir Mycroft? What? He was here a minute ago. Oh, here I am, my dear. Oh, boy. For a minute, I thought you'd disappear, too. Oh, I used to disappear when I was playing the ghost of Hamlet's father. Uh, I say, Kent, I popped over to have a look at the register. There's a Countess Wojcicki register right enough. Room 24. I thought the information might be of some value. You'll never know. Okay, let's get upstairs. Uh, Right here. 
strange people, the nobility, and your duchess once, a remarkable woman, collected antique furniture. She had a simply devastating Louis XIV table. Oh, extraordinary woman. Had six legs. What? The duchess had six legs? Oh, no, dear lad. The table, not the duchess. Oh. Our room is right down this corridor, Sir Mycroft. Number 19. I say it's awfully decent of you to offer to put me up, Kent. Of course, I wouldn't intrude under ordinary circumstances, but uh, since you insisted... Hey, here's room 24. Didn't you say that was the Countess's room, Sir Mycroft? Well, Countess or Miss Lois Lane, whichever you choose, dear boy. Wait a minute. Yeah? I've got to find the answer to this. If that girl is Countess Jessica, then... Well, then Lois has a double. Well, they say that everyone has a double somewhere in the world, you know. But if that girl isn't Countess Jessica. Well, then, then I don't know. Uh, look here, old Tootle, may I offer a pointer or two? Yes, of course. Well, I must say we approached the little lady a bit, um, oh, shall I say, violently down there in the lobby. Now, if she is really a countess, if Miss Lane does have a double and we made a mistake, uh, then it's hardly any wonder she slapped our faces. Well, what do you I suggest? was about to suggest that we knock very quietly at her door, introduce ourselves, explain the situation, and then, by Jove, uh, see what happens. Sounds like a good idea. Well, we can't lose anything trying it. All right, here goes. Um. Yes? What is it? Jumping Jiminy. It's the guy in the red fan. By Jove, so it is. Come in, gentlemen, come in. I believe we have met before. You are the young man who stepped on my foot in the street this afternoon. Yeah. What can I do for you? We we understand that this room belongs to a certain Countess Wojeska. Countess Wojeska? I'm afraid I have never heard of the lady. You've made a mistake, I am sure. Mistake, sir? Never make mistakes, by Jove. That's the number on the register downstairs. You must have misread. I never gave a misreading in my life. I'll have you know I'm an actor, sir. Memorize it, sight. I am very sorry. You have made a mistake. There is no countess, no one beside myself in this apartment. I see. Well, I'm sorry. I guess we have made a mistake. Thanks very much. You're quite welcome. Just a rook, Avendi. Come, Jim. Sir Mycroft. Well, what do you make of that? Uh, there's a good deal of hugger-mugger going on here. Are you sure that register said room 24? Positive. Positive, by Jove. Of course, I can pop downstairs and have another look at the bloody thing, if you like. No, no, don't, don't, don't bother. Let's get to our own room. Uh, well, I have time to think. Golly, Mr. Kent, this thing gets more and more complicated. If that is the Countess Wojeska's room, then what in the world is Mr. Red Fez doing in there? It's not me, Jim. I can't fathom it either. Oh, leave it to me, lads. By Jove, I'll solve this riddle for you. You, sir, my Oh, certainly, my lad. Twenty-seven times around the world in my capacity as interpreter Say, of Shakespeare. Just how many times have you been around the world? Oh, uh, so many, I can't remember, really. Have the same trouble with that as I have with my name, you know. Can't remember my real name either at all. Uh, oh, is this your room, Kent? Yes. Here we are. Come on in. Oh, Righto. Oh, your hospitality, Kent, is... Well, by Jove, I don't know how I can thank you. I don't really. Forget it. Uh, Just make yourself at home. Great Scott. Mr. Kent, what... Jumping Jiminy. I say, I didn't know you had a young woman with you here. Who is that little lady asleep in the chair there? I... I say, it looks like... Don't tell me it is. By heaven, it is. It, it's Lois. She's sitting in an easy chair, fast asleep. She's sitting in that chair, Jim, but she's not asleep. She's unconscious. Holly. Oh, by Jeffrey, I'm out of my depth, really. Over my head and all that. Is this really Miss Lane or the Countess Wojcicki? Oh, Lois, I'm sure. 
At any rate, she's wearing the same clothes Lois wore earlier in the day. Lois. Lois, can you hear me? I joke, sir. There's no more life in her than there was in the ghost of Hamlet's father. We've got to bring her to. She's the only one who can solve this mystery for us and solve it fast. Get some water, Jim. Are you back? Oh, poor girl. Kent, I, I trust she's not badly hurt. Oh, I don't think so, Sir Mycroft. There's a lump on her head. She was evidently slugged. Oh. Honey, she'll be all right, though, once we manage to bring her to. Oh, this whole jolly business is really the most amazing, I mean to say, fantastic. Weird, what? Yeah, yes. water. Okay, now let's see if we can snap her out of it. There, now. Lois. Lois, can you hear me? Oh, come on, Lois. Snap out of it. Snap out of it. It seems to be in a pretty bad way, doesn't it? Something tells me we better get a doctor. Jim, call the desk. Okay. Lois. Lois, can you hear me? Hello. Lois. She doesn't respond at all. Probably needs a stimulant or something of the sort. You know, I recall once when I was playing Macbeth. Harrowing play, I must say. Listen. Yes, Kent? That bird in the red fez has something to do with all this. A doctor on his way, Jim? Yes. Then I'm going back to room 24 and have it out with our oriental friend. This game has gone far enough. I'll go with you. All right. You'd better stay here, Sir Mycroft, and keep an eye on Lois. Oh, come on, me, old boy. I shall guard her with me very life. Good. Come on, Jim. You really think he's behind all this? I'm sure of it. He's going to tell me all about it if I have to beat it out of him. Gosh, you, you're sort of a different person when you get mad. Huh? Even your voice gets deeper. Oh. Oh, that. I, oh, I'm I'm a little hoarse. Well, n- never mind. Here, here's room 24. All right, come on, Jim. All right, you, I want to have a talk with you. Jumping Jiminy. Do you see what I see? Yes, Jim, I do, but I don't believe it. I, I can't believe it. Well, what has happened now? What have Kent and Jimmy seen in the room of the man with the red fez? To find out, be sure to hear Monday's thrill-packed episode and listen every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. Tune in and follow the adventures of Superman. Yes, don't forget to be with us again on Monday for another thrilling episode in the adventures of Superman. And don't forget what else you've got to do beginning next week. Remember the importance of the salvage drive starting on Monday. Don't forget that every old pail or pot or bed spring or anything made of metal or rubber can and will be used to make war materials for our fight war materials for our fighting forces. For instance, one battered old water pail contains enough scrap steel to make three bayonets. One broken down lawnmower provides enough scrap steel to make six three inch shells for our fighting navy. And one old copper tea kettle can be turned into eighty four rounds of ammunition for an automatic rifle. So join the Junior Salvage Army in your neighborhood at once. Get into the scrap by digging up scrap to help America to win this war. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! 